This is for the G's and this is for the hustlers. This is for the hustlers, not back to the G's. This is for the G's and this is for the hustlers. This is for the hustlers, not back to the G's. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the speaking treatment. My name is Justin Grant. I am your host, along with my lovely, adoring, beautiful, amazing, perfect, elegant, sexy wife, Alexandra Grant. So, what's the topic? Well, okay, so our podcast is called The Speaking Treatment, and I thought, what better way to kick off the marriage section of this than to talk about communication? Are you excited, honey? Huh? Communication. What? What about it? That's the topic. Uh, like where you you speak and you listen, right? Huh? Listen. <laughs> oh, this is what I deal with every day. Just on the days that I'm here. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So let me explain my direction a little bit. Okay. Okay. Okay, so about 40 to 50% of married couples in the United States get divorced. Hmm. Okay. Okay. What do you think the top five causes of divorce are? The top five causes. Now, is this in any specific order or? No, but I'll help you out a little bit so that we're not sitting here for 45 minutes while you guess. Okay. Okay. Number one. Well, you don't have to give me a hint on one because I was always raised... That, you know, when you're raised in the Southern Baptist, you know, community, everybody always judges everybody. And they eat a lot on Sundays. Mm-hmm. They really yes, do. Yes, they do. Somebody's grandmother is cooking and you are eating. Yeah. Hmm. No, I want fried chicken. Me too. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, everybody judged everybody. So I always heard this growing up. Well, you know that so-and-so and her husband are getting divorced. Uh, girl, they must be having money problems. Yeah, because we always know that every time there's a divorce, there is some kind of a financial problem that lies within. That so, is actually like. the number one reason what? that people get divorced is money. Boom. Okay, so finances are one of the top reasons, but we'll touch on this more in a later podcast because the podcast is about balancing work, family, finances, Marriage, all that. 17,443 kids. Yes. And counting. Yeah. Not everyone has that issue. So, <laughs> Okay. What do you think number two is? Uh, I don't know. Bounce, chicka, wow, wow. Not enough of it. Not with each other. Ooh, yeah, I could see where that would probably, you know... Kind of throw a monkey wrench into things. For sure. So extramarital affairs have ended so many marriages. But why do you cheat or get cheated on? There is a lack of communication somewhere. Right? Because when, okay, I don't know how it is for men, but I know that when women cheat or get caught cheating, they're like, well, but you didn't hear me. You didn't see me. I didn't feel heard in the marriage. Is that justification or is that a reason? I don't care. I'm just saying. Well, you better care. That's what they say. I'm not giving an excuse. (laughs) I'm not cheating. I'm just saying. So obviously they feel like there was cheating because there was no communication. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. Or maybe one of them aren't feeling 
like the other one. Well, yeah, you said it like um, they don't feel heard, but at the same time, they may, you know, the person doing the cheating may think that the other person just isn't listening. Exactly. But that's still part of communication. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I mean, even if you feel like, okay, my spouse isn't giving me what I need. Well, did you tell them? Yeah. Did they hear you? Yeah, it's, it takes communication from both sides, definitely. Exactly. Because, I mean, I've heard men say the same thing. Not in the same emotional way. I didn't feel heard. They just say, I wasn't getting what I needed. Mm-hmm. You know? They were like, how can you have a headache every night? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I mean, that, you know. I don't get to use that excuse now, though. No, you don't. No, you really don't. Because uh, for you guys out there, you know, next time she gets a headache, just say, well, baby, you know what a cure, you know, for a headache is. And at first she's going to be like, whatever. But then when she finally admits it, then she never gets to use that statement ever again because you get to remind her, oh, if you got a headache, I know something that'll cure that headache real quick. I mean, not real quick, obviously, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Hopefully not too quick. Not too quick, or you've defeated the whole purpose, and she'll never believe a word you say ever again. All right, what do you think number three is? Mm, I don't know. Constant arguing, which again leads back to... Well, that's that could be too much communication. No, that's the wrong kind of communication. Yeah, yeah it is the wrong kind, because at that point, when you're yelling at somebody, you know, you think about it, when you get loud... And louder and louder and louder. It's because you want to feel heard. Yeah, we'll get into healthy forms of communication too here in just a little bit. What do you think another reason is? You actually mm. said this reason already. Lack of intimacy. Mm-hmm. So that could be a lack of communication too. Because, okay, what do I always say? I'm an oven, not a... Not a microwave. Not a microwave. Beep. Yeah, you can't just ignore me all day long. And then be like, hey, honey, why don't you roll over? Or not. It's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> or why are you rolling over? <laughs> <laughs> Could take that as an invite, but <laughs> yeah. it depends on the relationship. Yeah, for sure. So I think that that's also communication-based, though. A lack of intimacy. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're not getting it, are you going to get it? There's a reason you're not getting it. That could be it, too. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> anyway, and then the next one is substance abuse, which that could just be that you're with a person that abuses substances, or it could also be a lack of communication. Yeah. You're numbing a feeling. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, think about it. How many... If you go to any... I would say, if you go to any bar anywhere... Between the hours of 4 p.m. and 6.30. It's probably full of married dudes sitting there going, I don't want to go home, Bobby. For I, real. I don't want to go home. Sound like Bill Clinton right there. That's Forrest Gump. They sound the same. I'm sorry. We were talking about this before the, sh- before oh the show goodness. started. <laughs> Just very Please don't bring your accents into this, funny how this early on, dear. Forrest Gump sound the same. Okay, listen, though. So they're missing something. So they're trying to, mm-hmm. like, fill that void. They could be. I Numb mean, it. not always, obviously. Some people just have sus- substance abuse issues because they have substance abuse issues. But, 
I mean, they also could be numbing a feeling or it could be like the cheating thing where it's there was something missing. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. But you have but to communicate with your spouse to be able to find out what's missing. Yeah. And if it's something that, you know, you want to stop, then, you know, you need to have that support communicated to you. But you have to communicate the problem and the desire for change. Something, though, that you didn't bring up that I'm actually surprised of. Speaking of substance abuse. Mm-hmm. I figured like domestic abuse and violence and some you know things like that would be in the top five rather than well I mean I guess it could fall into constant I don't know no not constant arguing I'm just surprised it's not in there yeah I think it's I mean it's definitely in the top ten but it's not in the top five hmm. top five are money infidelity constant arguing lack of intimacy substance abuse oh yeah well I'm I'm, I'm not questioning it just you know it was surprising. And I do agree, but then again, if he's beating the mess out of you, y'all aren't communicating very well. Yeah. That's not my communication style. Please stop hitting me in the face. Let me beat it into you. <laughs> You're gonna agree with me. So, are we in an abusive relationship? Because I always end up having to agree. I don't have to hit you, though. You hit me with your words. Anyway, okay, every 13 seconds, there's a divorce in America, okay? What? Yes. What? That equals 277 divorces per hour in just America. Hmm. That's like, how long does it take you to say your wedding bells? Let's see. Hold on. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Those are not wedding bells, oh, dear. Yep. Wrong ones. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Oh, yeah. No, that's not even. Yep. Mm-hmm. No. With this ring. No, that's the exchanging in the rings. Isn't that part of the. Oh, yeah. Lord I'll, have mercy. Do you one. even remember our wedding vows? Yes. I, Alexandra, take you, Justin. Exactly to be what my I was lovely <laughs> Y'all, please forgive my ADHD husband. You'll get used to it, I promise. I said I do. Mm-hmm. And I did. You did. Okay, so, so... I mean, I would say about three minutes. Two to three minutes. That's like... I'd say two minutes for just vows. Ten like nine or ten divorces in the time it takes a new couple to recite their wedding vows. Wow, that's sad. That is very sad, actually. Thank Jeez. you for bringing up that depressing fact. Well, I'm just saying. That's a wow. Yeah. So, okay, moving on, though. We're getting distracted. Researchers estimate that 41% of all first marriages end in divorce after only lasting eight years. So, let's think about that, too. Because if you are getting divorced within eight years... And that's, How long were you, like, unhappy? They say that the average couple stays unhappy for six years before even going to counseling. So that's six of the eight right there. Just, uh, what? Really? Yes. You get married to somebody and, like, within two years, you're like, oh, my God, my life is over. Yeah, because at first you're still in that honeymoon stage, you know? Yeah, but I 
didn't think it went from like, oh, honey, I love you so much to, oh, honey, I'd love to see you right in hell so much. <laughs> like, it, that's a quick turn. Well, I mean, I don't know. I really, I don't that's know. Crazy. And, you know, wives are the ones who most often file for divorce. She hated his snoring. At 75%, they're the ones that file for divorce. See, y'all just aren't committed. That's what it is. Y'all just are not committed. Mm -hmm. Or we try and try and try to communicate with you, and you're not listening and communicating back. Maybe it's your fault. Could be. But then again, you know that there are just certain times that you don't try to interrupt football. Kidding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was about to say that percentage is about to go up oh. and you keep on. I'm just playing. I love you. I love you. But yeah, so um, according to counselors everywhere, couples wait an average of six years living in unhappiness with their spouse before getting help. Okay. How long does the help last? Do we like the average length of time people spend in therapy or help? Well, or I mean, whatever? they say that usually by that time, they have so many unresolved issues from just harboring the oh, hatred. Oh, okay, never mind. I'm I'm thinking of the math backwards from I was thinking the time spent in therapy would be in addition to the six years, not that was all within that six years because, well, you had to be unhappy and then file for divorce. There was something between point A and B. Yeah, but they're saying that people use counseling then at the end just to be like, hey, judge, I suggested counseling, so I'm the good one. Or... They do it because think about, you know, any movie you've ever seen. This couple is sitting here and they're beside each other, usually on the same couch, both looking toward the therapist, but complaining about the person sitting beside you. Like, Dr. Jane Belinda over here. Every time I get home, it's just, you want to talk about your day? Well, let me tell you what your kids did. Meanwhile, she's complaining about the you know something completely different, but not even to the person she's sitting beside who she's complaining about. Well, I think that's because the therapist wants you to tell them and use them as what did you what do you always call it? Like a like a sounding board. Yes. Um, so that you know, they're just like, Okay, tell me and then let me tell you a way to make it sound nicer. So they're trying to help you communicate. Yeah, but I just think that's kind of, I don't know. Well, I mean, if you're going in there anyway to just tell the person, hey, you know, I tried to stay here and talk to you for two weeks, you know, at one for one hour a week for yeah, two weeks. Yeah, see, that's the part that I, I'm just like, how helpful can it? I mean, not to tell anyone out there, don't ever go and seek therapy. I mean, I think everybody should have a therapist. At least that's what mine tells me. But, oh, my gosh. You know, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I, I don't know how much you can fix. In one-hour sessions, so much happens within a week. And then when you finally get there, it's like, hey, and by the way, when you leave here, do not talk to each other about anything we discussed here today. Like, how? Really? We're going to end the session because my one hour's up right after she just called me a peckerhead, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I got to put up with that crap for another week? Y'all just open, I forget. <laughs> yeah. 
But they're saying though, that most people just come in there to tell another person, finally, I want a divorce. Yeah, but I guess, you know, if you like, if you're able to learn like one communication communication technique or communication method and the marriage is obviously lacking that, then, you know, that, I guess that's when it would be very helpful. After harboring six years of hatred, no, bitterness I mean, and anger and angst. Yeah, because you could say all those things to the other person and then end it with, and it's all your damn fault. Yeah, I don't think that that's kind of where I'm going with this. Anyway, so six years of counseling and then, what, two years of separation if you decide to separate? Yeah, so... That's eight years right there. Yeah, so it's like, I do. And then it takes a year to divorce. And then you wake up... To file. So really, you were like unhappy a year before you ever even... (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that what... You're thinking of it the the way that I was, where you're adding it in addition to that six years. So from like day one, okay, I'm kind of unhappy. Six years later, you get divorced. All within that six years, you've got therapy, you've got separation, you have yeah, okay, all I guess that. yeah. So yeah, because I mean, we're like, I hated you a year before I married you. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on the circumstances. Life. I mean, I'm sure that's probably happened more times than you know we know of, but wow. But I mean. Actually, speaking of that, the average dating time with engagement included is four years. So you spend... So you spend at least four years, on average, happy together, and then you're divorced within eight? And that includes, like, six years of hating each other and separation? So what happened? Well, I mean... Hmm. Well, the top five things happened. Money issues, infidelity, constant arguing, lack of intimacy. Those are the things that happened to lead to that decline. But why were those things not happening in the four years of dating? Well, if you look in number one, money. Number three, constant arguing. Number four, lack of intimacy. So one, three, and four, money, constant arguing, and lack of intimacy, you know, that could actually stem back to, obviously, a form of, you know, no communication, but a lack of time together. Maybe dating each other, remembering, like, what it was about that person that made you laugh or, you know, you thought was cute, regular life gets in the way, yeah, okay, I guess. Because, I mean, you know, it is important to keep dating once you get married. Mm-hmm. Or you kind of run out of things to talk about. You end up sitting across from a person at Chili's one night with nothing to talk about. Hey, did you see what Bobby posted to Facebook? Uh, that was funny. Oh, you're not friends with Bobby? Yeah, he hates you. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised, actually, now that you mentioned that, that social media is not in the top five. Well... I'm sure that it probably is because think about Plays how much in a the lot of infidelity, in, lack of intimacy. Yeah. Um. You know, possibly, yeah, like you said, infidelity. Mm-hmm. Um, constant arguing. You're on your phone too much. You're on your computer too much. Why, oh yeah. You, know, I you liked that. her profile picture. 
It's your sister. You exactly. Bastard. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I see that. Okay, now on the flip side, let's make it a little happier now. If your parents are happily married, your risk of divorce decreases by 14%. Now, I think that this is because at that point, if you had happy parents in a somewhat happy marriage, then you had to have grown up seeing a little bit of communication. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, if that is the common denominator that we're talking about here, then yeah, obviously. I mean, you would have to because the, you know, raise a child in the way they should go that, um, you probably saw a healthy marriage, a healthy relationship and communication in the, uh, in terms of, you know, dad didn't get so mad last night, he packed up and left, but he's back today, or he went and hit the bar. You know, you might see some arguing going on between your parents, but, you know, obviously it comes to a mutual resolution. Right, because they stayed together. And communicated. And communicated. So, I mean, I really think that that's where all of it actually could stem from. So I think that if you just can learn to communicate in a healthy way. That would eliminate a lot of problems. I mean, I know I know it would for us. If you could communicate with me. No, I mean. Wow. No, I'm kidding. No, it's because uh, there's a lot of things that, you know, I've still yet to learn about you. Because, see, when we first met, I was like, if I said it, that's how it went. Mainly because, you know. I was used to being in that role and position in everyday life, you know, at work or something. But you, you come with the, you know, you're, well, if you use an equal, for one, you're also very stubborn and strong-headed, but in a good way. And you were able to communicate that with me. Now, again, there are times when I can, I will be like, "Uh uh-uh, nope, I am right. And I... I guess not used to, still after years, not used to having someone that will go toe-to-toe with you. Exactly, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I feel the same way. I mean, you, you don't let me use you as a doormat. Like, if I think that something's right and you think it's wrong, you're definitely going to debate your point with me. Mm -hmm. But, But again, I do the same thing to you. Exactly. So... So neither one of us backed down, but we've found a healthy way to not murder each other yeah. in the process. And sometimes you slip up and you're like, mm, nope, this is how it's going to be. Meanwhile, that little voice in the back of your head is like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, that's what you think. Mm-hmm. She hasn't came out that door yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now moving into that, I guess, what do you think are some healthy ways to communicate that we've learned? Hmm. Put you on the spot there, didn't I? Healthy communication. Okay, so, all mm-hmm. right, here's a perfect way to eliminate any possible argument in this marriage forever. Wow. This is the way to do it. Okay. Tell me. I have to learn to say, you're right. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> you have to learn to say you're right. No, I'm just kidding. That's totally not going to solve anything because oh my of, gosh. you know, you're not supposed to lie to each other either. Got my hopes up for a second. I was like, holy moly. No, I got this on recording and everything. Yeah, no, you're not going to get that one on there. Dang. So close. So close. Maybe in time. I think that mm. you definitely need to fight fair. Yep. Fight fair and one with us. And this is what I'm talking about. Um, not really going back sometimes and just kind of forgetting like, oh, this person will, you know, it's like fighting Mike Tyson. They're not going to back down. And sometimes they punch harder. But knowing the right time when, because like if you just had a disagreement, you literally just had it and things got a little heated and you kind of parted ways for just a minute, you know, like she stayed in the bedroom and you marched off downstairs. Don't get halfway down the stairs and then turn around and be like, oh, I forgot to say something. Yeah, maybe just. And you just go back and you fling the door open and you're like. Here I am. I'm going to solve the problem right here, right now. And I'm going to say this, and then she's going to come to her senses and be like, Oh, my God, honey. Oh, you're so right. Come to bed with me. And instead, it's, I'm about to kill you, son of a... And then it gets worse, and you're like, halfway down the stairs again. You're like, shit, and I've turned around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. If someone asks you for space, and that's not leaving... That's not... Yeah, that's like going into... Well, at least for us, that's like going... You going into the bedroom and me coming downstairs or vice versa or... Or going outside for going a Going outside, yeah. Like, yeah. there have even been times that we've asked each other, do you need a minute? Do you need five minutes? Yep. And sometimes you'll come back after five minutes and it's like, I need another five from you, okay? Mm -hmm. Still not, still not good yet. Still not in a place to communicate effectively. Yeah. And then three nights later. Oh, hush. It's like, do you remember what we were arguing about? Huh? What? Oh, crap. Oh, yeah. We usually don't ever remember, honestly. No. And see, that right there should tell you when you, um, when you, if it's a really important fight. Because, I mean, I guess at that time, if you're like, you know what, let me just stop right here in the middle of this argument and ask myself, come next Monday, am I going to remember what we were arguing about? Because at that time, you're going to be like, of course, it's the worst thing ever at this well, moment. Well, like that quote that I love, and maybe you can help me out because you know I'm her terrible at remembering actual quotes and dates and whatnot, but um, they say, what do they say, hun? I, you got to give me more than that. <laughs> That's another good point. Your spouse is not a mind reader. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Oh, yes. Um, he is not. Notice I said he is not a mind reader. He's not, ladies. You got to tell him what you're thinking. And if he doesn't listen, then it's his fault. But if you don't tell him, it's kind of on us. I hate to say that. Exactly. Same thing with going out to eat. Because y'all are the world's worst about, what do you want? Oh, I'm not really sure. No, you can pick. Pick anything. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. How about, uh, hmm. How about steak? Oh, my God. No, I don't want that. I'm not moving for that, but I'll take anything. I'll take anything. I'll take anything. Okay. Chinese. Oh, my God. Why do you always bring up Chinese? That is so stupid. Now, if we turn around and we're like, I'm going to get your ass a Happy Meal, and I'm going to carry you home. <laughs> you can't. Be you said it. It's on recording. Sometimes it's on you, ladies. Okay. Sorry, ladies. Didn't mean to get that on recording. But no, the quote that says, like, <laughs> if you're fighting, 
let me pivot here <laughs> real quick. <laughs> um, if you're fighting each other, neither side's actually going to win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you either win together in a marriage or you lose together. There is no like one side wins. You know, I think I know the quote that you're talking about. It says uh, divorce is the result of when both people were right. Oh, or yeah. Something like that. Something yeah. Like that. It, it's, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of variations, obviously. Yeah. But, I mean, really, honestly, if we argue and are ugly, neither one of us win that. No. And all no, because you end to, up saying a lot of stuff that if you're in the middle of an argument... And you say something, and like a millisecond after it leaves your mouth, you think, ooh, that was a low blow, but I'm going to stick by it. Like, that was good, but I shouldn't have said that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know. But then again, there's been, you know, there's other times when you are like, you're a big old meanie head, and you don't feel bad about it right then, but then you wake up the next morning and you're like... Oh, man, I shouldn't have said that. Look how beautiful she is when she's asleep. Aww. She's got the little, like, the, the the snore that you just have. You have to really listen, but it's just a cute little light snore. And I love the way her hair is falling over her face. And, but <laughs> damn it, when she wakes up, <laughs> it's going to be World War Four. mad at me. Because World War Three was last night. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that there's. Healthy ways to communicate, like knowing the prime time that your person wants to communicate. That's another thing. Because for me, I hate having an argument or starting off the day negative. And I hate it when you want to talk about something serious right before I'm about to go to bed. And then usually I'm busy in between. Yeah, so see, we should just never fight, hun. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I just solved all of our problems. Let's go with that one. I like it. Okay. <laughs> but no, I mean, really, like if you've had a really stressful day and work has been horrible and you've had an accident and your boss has been, you know, fussing a little bit, you don't want me to come downstairs and be like, have you not taken this trash out? I've asked you three days now to take the same bag of trash out. I mean, yes. Okay. I asked you three days in a row. Not really, but you know what I mean. I'm trying to make a point say, here. I, mean, I, th- I think somebody would notice it. Like, <laughs> same bag of trash been sitting there for three days. I know? don't think my ADHD husband would. He would. would Trust he? me, he has a sense of smell. It's not like, you know, we're not talking about that Dewey Cox movie. <laughs> I can't smell. You did it all without a sense of smell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it, man. I know, babe. But, no, and but at the same time, no. You guys will learn after you listen to this podcast. Um, One thing about us is that we are going to be honest. And I will be the first one to admit and hope that the dog isn't taking up the whole couch tonight after I say this. Oh, he scooted over when you said it. Uh, But um, sometimes you do that. Do what? During the middle of a like a crappy day, and then it's like, let me give you something else. Now I'm sure I uh, I do the same. To and you. I'm sure that you start right around the time I'm ready to start winding down for bed. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. 
So no, but we're not you, perfect. No, we're not perfect. We still but, mess up at least weekly. But that's where it's kind of like your job to say, hey, look, I have had this happen, this happen, this is going on right now. Can you just can you can you give me just a minute, please? Yeah, and then sometimes you also know when not to even make it about your day like yesterday you did not have a good day at work and you didn't even tell me until today because you knew i had a oh, stressful no, this day happened, too no yesterday was just the first day i was thinking about it like really intensely this happened like around thursday of last week and you waited that long to tell me because you know you know i've been a little stressed with everything else going on well and well i mean pregnant and you said i know i've been a little annoying I know, I in have. other areas so yeah, so we I just didn't got want to add to it. Yeah, and so we just got back off uh, from being on the road off and on for the last uh, three weeks, and like she said, I am very ADHD, ADD, AD, ABC, whatever. All the things. I'm all of the acronyms. Um, not some of them that start with H and end with V, but you know, <laughs> hey, I'm a lot of them. Oh my gosh. No one was going there, dear. I am not that one. Lord of mercy. So, um, but yeah, so when you wake up night after night, after or morning after morning, I guess it depends on how heavy of a sleeper you are. But when you wake up morning after morning in the same hotel room, when you're used to being in a house with a little more room, yeah, you can tend to let your ADD kick in a little bit and you get kind of annoying and so that, that was what's behind that story because I will. I'll get just like kind of stir crazy and I'll pick at her. Well, but then when we get home, you can't help yourself. You want to do everything else. And I get no attention from you whatsoever. So that's why I was actually getting more stressed is because we got home then after you'd picked on me all that time. And I was like, yay, we'll actually like spend time together now. And then you were so busy doing everything else because we were finally home where there were things to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's just learning each other and being selfless. Like, that was very selfless of you to just wait, even though you shouldn't have felt the need to. I would have totally listened because I love you. I love you. And you're so cute. Well, thank you. Yeah. But, no, I didn't want to, you know... It's it's my job to keep you safe, especially during your pregnancy. Aww. But, I mean, I actually struggled with that um, last night, late last night and this morning, because I was like, you know, she asked me what else was wrong. And she kept saying, are you sure that's it? Are you sure that's it? So now I've lied to my wife. Way to go, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. You did it to be sweet and selfless but I do always want to know what's wrong because we can tell yeah you guys have a really good intuition that's uh, another thing oh my gosh look at me coming up with all these things babe okay so that's another thing is that you know I'm very difficult okay okay I know yeah. that that's on recording also but I am I'm difficult and You've had to really put in the time and effort to figure me out because sometimes I don't even know what's wrong with me. Yeah, yeah, that is right. And that is hard because I am a very um, instant gratification type of person. I can solve any problem at any time, anywhere, no matter what. I want it now, I wanted it yesterday. 
And so when you get like in a low spot, get down, it is kind of hard to just be like, well, I really don't think she knows what it is. So I got to give her time to figure but it you out. You didn't but even understand what I would her. say. Like, I oh, don't no. know what's wrong with me. And you're like, how the hell do you not know what's wrong oh, with you? No. And still sometimes I'm kind of like that because I'm like, I know if I'm pissed off, I know what pissed me off. I, if I'm, you know, I, I don't understand. Women are a lot more complicated than men. But we even know that. We're not pretending like we're not. (laughs) We know because I'm very aware. Sometimes I just have no idea. I've got like the spider web of thoughts and I can't pick out which ones are bothering me. That sounds like the symptoms of schizophrenia. (laughs) It might be. Oh boy, that wasn't me. That was Patricia. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that was funny. I love that movie. Okay, but yeah. And then another thing is, um, okay, but before I skip to the next thing, you really have learned. And it's still taking you time to learn, but you're still taking that time, even though we've been married now for a while. You're still trying to figure me out. You're still trying to see, okay, is it going to help if I get her out of the house? Is it going to help if... We stay in and have a snuggle day. Is it like you try still to figure out how to make me better? Yeah, you have to know your um, your person and your, in our case, you, their, um, their, like a, their inner timeline. I know that if it's a thing of, okay, we're on day one and she doesn't know what's wrong with her and, hmm, okay, now we're rolling into day two. Today's probably going to be a snuggle day. I think I can get her out of it with that. Now, if we're going into day three and we haven't gone outside, then it's, it's kind of like, okay, we got to get her out of the house and we have to do this. And because, you know. But I've you never lo- been able to that, fix me. I've never me been able to do that for myself. Rec- yeah. So for you to have like taken the time to figure that out, that's love right there. Well, I love you. I love you. I'm just saying. Don't like, be sick, bias. Trust me. We have our, we have our moments. Oh, I which can is record what this is about. some. Yeah, I can record some arguments for you if you all want. Nobody's going that. on trial here. I don't see why we <laughs> want to do that. I'm just saying, y'all don't think that we're trying to be perfect over here because we definitely can have it out for sure. We're just actively every day trying to learn how to be better for each other. And what we learn, try to help somebody else out with it, you well, know? Exactly. And um, that's one of the reasons that I married you is because I figured, you know, it can never get boring. I will never completely figure this person out. Yeah, I've got like 85 personalities, so. Yeah. Pick one. Yeah, exactly. I mean. You would never need to cheat on me. I'm like 90 people in one body. I'm sorry, honey. I thought it was you. It was Patricia. <laughs> As long as it's not Sedgwick. Yeah. That'd be definitely not him. That's not a role play that I'm ready to get down with. <laughs> oh my goodness. But that's a different topic for a different podcast. Not a different podcast. It'll be on this podcast, but the only podcast that matters. But I just think that communication is the main reason. That's the main thing that's either going to make it or break it. It is. And if we could all figure out how to communicate, that would solve at least 75% of the problem. 
At minimum, if not all of them. Yeah. Because if you think of it, I mean, now, like you said, there are different cases there's where... There's extenuating circumstances, yeah, I mean, for there's sure. physical abuse, violence, things like that. We're not you down know? with that. No. And I mean, you know, it might... I don't think that one is a... Um, it's never okay to hit a woman. Not okay to hit a man. I mean, unless you're a man. But um, I, I can't say that one is on communication because, you know, he might just be a dick. And, you know, and certain kinds of substance abuse, if your grandfather, your dad, your grandfather, your grand, great-grandfather, all of them were alcoholics and you like to drink a little bit too much or, you know, everybody in your family is a drug addict and here you are shooting up heroin. Like, honey. Not uh, helpful. Yeah, so... But definitely outside some things of, that you, you cannot know, fix. things like that, yeah, I think everything would kind of go back to there being some form of a lack of communication somewhere. Yeah. And it's up to you to let go of that pride. I'm a That's very a big prideful one. person. That's a big one. You are too. We're yeah. both prideful. So imagine how fun that is. Ooh. We have overcome some things. We really hashtag have. overcomers, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I just think that it's really important to focus on healthy ways to communicate, so that you're winning together. That's really the only way to do it. I mean, they say, and I like what you said about together, because, well, I mean, the saying is is by. Well, no, the saying goes, behind every good man is an even better woman. But I don't like that saying. I like the beside every good man is an even better woman. Yeah. You have to have that same respect when you're fighting, though. Yeah, for sure. You have to have respect for one another as well as communication and a boundary of things that you should and should not say. Yeah, and, you know, also make sure you're taking those timeouts. Make sure those timeouts don't become just not taking care of it, though. Yeah, because if you, you know, well, that's a lack of communication right there. Right. But. So uh, we're not saying put it off until it just goes away. We're just saying, because it won't. We're just saying have those healthy breaks. If you can tell the other person's not in a good place, table it, come back to it. Don't expect them to be a mind reader. Fight fair. Don't say horrible, nasty things, Don't even though. Don't throw things. Yeah. Don't throw things. Love that hairbrush. Dang it. <laughs> right. <laughs> if your hairbrush is broken, it's because I saw the dog with it earlier. Aw. Sorry, Vito. But, you know. Marriage is something you really, really have to work at. And you know what they say, you know, similarities between a grenade and marriage. What? Remove the ring and your house is gone. Oh, my goodness. That was great, dear. Well. What have we learned from this podcast show? You just said it. Communicate. Talk. Listen to us. Listen to each other. Actually, listen to each other before you listen to us. Because if you listen to us... Listen to us and then listen to each other. You sounded like Delilah right then. Delilah. 
Wow. I don't know if that's the thing or not. Was that the thing? Yeah, that's it. Oh, snap. That's it. I was just trying to picture it in my head because that's what God. Oh, my Lord. Every time I was with my mom, if the sun was down and I was in the car with her, we were listening to. But, Robin, how uh, have you tried to talk to your husband about that? Dear Sleepless in Seattle. You've got mail. That's a different one. Oh, uh, yeah, they, they had the same storyline. No, they didn't. Meg Ryan. We'll we'll debate this after the podcast is over. Dang it! <laughs> I meant <laughs> <Communication>. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good show. I love you. I love you. And we love you. All of you. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We will have another episode up for you very shortly. See ya.